I'm Jason, and welcome you to the Take Heart Podcast. In a world where it's easy to lose heart, may this podcast be an invitation for you to find calm in the chaos. Together, we'll tune in with our hearts and distinguish the signal of Christ from the noise of Christianity. Growing up in New York, we had a culture not too different from many Seinfeld episodes and the ever-familiar greeting from Joey and friends was often quipped. How you doing? Whether it was used as a pickup line or a bro greeting, no one really answered the question. Why? Well, no one really wanted to hear how you were actually doing. How you doing? Seldom do we connect at a heart level. You know, how many times have you been asked, how you doing? And, and you respond with your latest activity or next event. We're more often than not streaming Facebook news feeds and our responses in return. And, you know, we might respond by saying, well, um, I'm planning this vacation or I just got back from here. Work has been breaking my back. And um, did you see the Yankee game? We are a newsfeed type of society filling our conversations with just enough noise to distract how we're feeling beneath the surface. Our problem is superficiality. And this type of deeper heart sharing is foreign to most people because we tend to communicate at a familiar surface level that keeps us from truly knowing and connecting with one another. As we learn how to check in with our hearts, we can effectively check in with the hearts of others. When we're not showing up fully in our own person, we will hardly show up for deep connection with other people. So let me ask you today, who has most recently checked on you or checked in with you or your heart? How are you doing? Or if you're from my hometown, how you doing? I don't know if you are regularly asked that question, but seriously, how are you doing? How is your heart? How are you feeling? How have you been feeling these last few years, these months, these weeks, these days, or even in this moment at the sound of my voice? Have you been feeling the weight of sadness? Have you been triggered into outbursts of anger? Do you feel the tightness of anxiety or a pit in your stomach? Or perhaps you're brimming over with a celebration, but have no one to rejoice with you. Throughout the week, I'm in continual conversations with my community and my clients, where we check in with one another regularly and ask, how you doing? We check in on one another's hearts with honor. No judgment, no punishment. Hearts harden in shame which is the fear of disconnection. But they soften with kindness and compassion as we cultivate the joy 
of connection. And it's through practice. It's through emotional, skillful intelligence. We're learning how to pay attention to what's going on inside of us. We're, we're all experiencing highs and our lows, gladness and grief. And it's good to ask one another, how you doing? So we know what's going on with the people outside of our own skin. But it's also beneficial to ask your own heart, how you doing? And as we learn how to check in with our own hearts, we can effectively check in with the hearts of others. If the problem is connecting superficially to one another, then how do we deepen our connection and strengthen the Wi-Fi signal of our hearts? The skill for gone beyond a mere New York check-in is to begin to pay radical attention to yourself. Self-attunement. Self-attunement is what we're beginning to practice. I learned this definition of self-attunement from one of my coaches over the years. Self-attunement is the practice of being curious about what's happening on the inside of you from a kind and non-judgmental stance towards yourself. Self-awareness is the practice of being curious about what's happening on the inside of you from a kind and non-judgmental stance towards yourself. Growing in self-awareness is about connecting with the gentleness of wisdom inside you. And while noticing all the other things going on inside, there could be all sorts of open tabs and parts of us firing or misfiring. But noticing all of the other things that are going on instead of letting them call the shots. And so this is so important in the sort of true transformation, because if you aren't aware of what's going on inside of you, you won't really change or live from the best part of your soul. You'll continue to react out of old, powerless patterns, but you don't have to. And this work is worth doing. What would it look like for you to pay gentle attention to your inner landscape so you could extend the way you honor yourself to honor those around you? What would it look like if we treated people with honor? Not because they deserve it necessarily or have to earn it, but to give honor because we are honorable. Honor means that I honor you even if we dis disagree. Attunement does not necessarily mean agreement. It seems to me that we would have to learn how to practice honor even with the disagreeable parts of ourselves. And that surely requires inner kindness and compassion. What if we learned how to be less judgmental with ourselves so we would be less punishing with others? What if we managed our own hearts well and worked gently through the fears that blind us to the wonder of humans around us? What if honor is the wisdom we've been missing so we can pursue connection with each other instead of control?
How might our lives be enriched if we allowed the genuine love within our hearts to serve as our compass, transcending the narratives in our minds? Could skillful love become the bridge that connects us despite the intimidating differences that may exist among us? It starts with being aware of our own hearts so we can be more lovingly aware of others. In the words of Dr. Allison Cook, uh, P.S., I highly recommend her podcast uh, called The Best of You and, and her books as well. And she says, if we, quote, if we do not do the work of tending to those tender, vulnerable, young parts inside of us, of hearing about their stories of pain, no matter how much we want to share or to shove them aside, no matter how much we want to minimize or spiritually bypass, if we do not do the work of really honoring those young parts, she says, witnessing the pain that we carry, we cannot show up that way with other people, not with that kind of depth. As we're able to witness our own pain with curiosity, with compassion, we can say to ourselves, I'm with you. I'm here, no judgment. I'm not trying to logic you out of it. I'm not trying to minimize you. I hear you. I see you. I'm with you. Allison continues, the more we do that for ourselves, the more we can show up that way with other people. And I'm telling you, the opposite is also true. If we cannot do it for ourselves, we cannot show up with that kind of depth of compassion, that kind of depth of realness, that kind of depth of knowing, seeing, being with other people. It changes everything, end quote. What if, what if we'd learn to ask our hearts regularly, how you doing, like we meant it, so that when we ask it of others, we'd mean it as well. How you doing? We really appreciate you listening to this episode of the Take Heart Podcast. Are you longing for deep and meaningful spiritual community? Do you desire heart-to-heart connection with God and others? How can we take heart again so that we can give heart to others? We'd like to invite you into a community of practice, a people of belonging and bliss. More than mere talk, we practice. Why does practice matter? Well, practice matters because maturity matters. If you can't lead yourself well, how can you lead others? Consider joining us for an intro call at loop10.com, lk10.com, to explore what a safe and secure experience looks like to build, develop, and implement skills of relational connection and emotional intelligence so that we can become vibrant and joy-fueled families of Jesus. Jesus, Master of Hearts, said, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. May you continue to take heart, one podcast at a time.